How's it going, everyone? Welcome to episode 17, Three Way From 20, of the Talking About Anything, Anywhere, Anytime, Anyplace podcast. I'm Gavin Axelrod. And I'm Jared Rikis. And this is our 17th episode, which I said, or Three Way From 20. 1-7, baby. Jared told me that this is our ninth month as a podcast. We're Nine closing months. in on the one-year mark. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Considering as this this show shouldn't have made it past five episodes, it's wild that we are almost at 20 and, and it's been nine months. Look at us. Who would have thought? Look at us go. Gavin, Imagine how... if we actually kept like a, if we did like a two a day, a two podcast a week Please. schedule, we could have been at episode 100 by August maybe. No. I don't know the math. Well, but... if we had kept to our schedule, we could have gotten, uh, well, we would have been at almost... 52 we'd be almost at 50 if we done this one is just so much better this way anyways because now agree. we can like milk this whole like how many episodes away from 20 and then <laughs> have like a huge 20th episode yeah, and yeah big 20 big 20 beautiful. keep an eye out we're bringing on all of the winnipeg jets for episode 20 <laughs> no we're not <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be sick sorry everyone i thought you had to hear that i'm sorry uh gavin how well, we week? actually we actually did try and have a special guest for this week Oof. some of you guys might some know of him. you guys may know him his name is dj blitz he's a very popular winnipeg influencer yeah he actually responded to jaron's message we thought we had something going and he never responded so dj blitz if you're listening to this we'd still love the to offer have is you. still open for you to come on our podcast we would be honored to have you and hear your story about your rise to fame so keep your boys mr mr Bedham, here's the thing look uh, at the end of the day, Gavin and I are huge fans, and we would love to have you on, uh, and we don't want to make it a bit that we never actually get you on. So shoot us a DM back if you're hearing this. Uh, exactly. Road to DJ Blitz 2K20. Exactly. The guy himself. Gavin, how was your week? Well, oh, you know what we should do? We should just go stand outside of the Hot 103 office one day and be like... Does he work at Hot 103? Or Virgin Radio, whatever it's called. I don't know where he works. But... Stand outside their office and like we could just wait for him and be like, "Yo, DJ Blitz." Yo, <laughs> we sent you a DM. What's going on? Or or we could just put up a sign that says, "Like stand outside their window." So then he, when he's on there, he could be like, "There are two idiots outside standing out with a talking about anything, anywhere, anytime." Yeah, any place the big sign. the big twentieth uh, episode. I mean, honestly, if he responded, we would have him on next week's episode. Like yeah. we would, we don't. It's, he doesn't need to be the the. You know, he doesn't need all the pressure of being our biggest guest ever. <laughs> Um, even though regardless of when we have him, he will be our biggest guest ever. Yeah. Um, well, I guess Les would be our biggest guest, but... Oh, you didn't go there. Like, wow. he's our most famous person. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we've also had, um... That's it. No, we, we had someone come on on a, on an audio call. Didn't I get, like, a FaceTime or something? Oh, yeah, you had one of your girls come oh, on. Oh, no, show. we've had a lot of people on. We've had a bunch of people from Kibunim. Kobe guest hosted. Man, I think for the 20th episode, we should get Kobe on the pod for a Kobe, bit. Kobe, yeah. And then we should get, like, all the people who ever guest hosted to show up on the podcast. Okay. And we can introduce Michael mean as one a character person? Since, he's been, <laughs> since he's been teasing it for so <laughs> we, long. Yeah, but we, he just needs to know his place, Gavin, and his place is not as a host of this show. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about, <laughs> that Michael will come on the show and try and, like, hijack it or something. <laughs> I could not imagine Michael hijacking an episode. Tell me you couldn't see Michael like having a huge I, power trip. I, I, like and, you, have you seen How I Met Your Mother? Show? No. Okay. Well, in the in the last season, there's this lead singer guy, and he like joins this band, 
and he's like trying to take over the band. Uh, it's not really a spoiler, Damn. but but like that's what Michael would do. He would get on the show and be like, "All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Talking About Anything Anywhere Is Any Place." My name is Michael Goldberg, and joined today, I'm with my co-hosts, and yeah. we would have to tell him to shut up. <laughs> this is not his place, Gavin. Do you remember being in kindergarten? And, a little bit. And we, you know when, like, shoes used to make that, like, skid when you, like, would rub them on the ground? Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day, and you used to, like, we'd like to peel them off the ground. I don't know if this That's makes sense That's such a random anyone. thing to think about, but yeah, I remember it. It's it's the only thing left on my note for uh, for topics for the podcast. I think it was something that I wanted to bring up last week, but I just never, I never found a good way of bringing it up. Um, do you remember that? Like, do you remember that activity? Yeah, vaguely. How did you feel about it? I mean, I always thought it was kind of weird that people just, like, even as you got older, people just get their shoes across the floor and, like, rip off the, the rubber or something that yeah. it made mm-hmm. and but flex it. Like, I don't really think that's a flex. I mean, I'm pretty sure I started, like, I got into a day-long relationship with someone strictly cause, because my shoes had the best uh, rubber really? trail. Really? You should name them, name them. No, I'm not going to name drop them. Please they, name they them. They actually had me blocked on Instagram, so. Uh, Wait, say the last letter of their, the first letter of their last name. B. What? B. Oh, Mercedes-Benz. Yes, Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> Gavin does this thing where he'll, like, take any... Like, if I'm ever, like, interested in someone, he'll take their initials and uh, and make it into uh, a... Um, I always speak like, in code. Anybody yeah, who knows me knows... Because, like, like, one, it's because I have major trust issues, and two, I'm just cool <laughs> like that. But, like... Mercedes-Benz. When, when I want to talk about someone and I don't want other people to know, I always talk in code mm-hmm. and, like... It came back to backfire on me because one time in an LTP, like our last year of camp, me and Leadership all my friends, training program. we were all talking in code about the girls on our overnight and they realized, but they only, they only figured out like two of them because a lot of the stuff we were saying Poison Ivy. about other people was not so great. Poison Ivy. Oh, that's also another one. But you no, know, like we were just using like flat out using like initials and uh, yeah, there was one of them like referred to them as the clippers because i don't know why we just started calling them the clippers and we we're like man the clippers suck so much like like the team yeah and the then team and then one of our friends our friend sydney we started referring Shout to out her, sydney we refer, started referring to her as skateboard and she picked up on it but we didn't say anything like terrible so they all thought it was like kind of funny at the end and then they tried to mock us with the codes but like that was something i prided myself on at the beginning before i knew that they all knew that we like made up these codes about like we had the secret group when we were like 16 or yeah. whatever and we could speak in code but yeah i remember now the first people just time know my trick so i don't really do the, that the anymore first time you ever did it to me you did lovely sweater lemon square uh i don't even know who that referred to well i mean just think about the code gavin oh yep i know who it is now. uh it was 2017 i believe uh in our in september or Hang on. october could you say that that was referring to a you have to be very careful because there's a high chance that there are people in the community that will know who this person is. I don't want to say their last name because it sounds too much like what I was going to say, but... It's I, a little it's bit a, German. Oh, I thought it was something that related to a beach. No. Oh, okay. I don't even know what would... Oh, 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 that's funny. No, <laughs> that's funny. However, no, yeah, no, that... Uh, I, I stopped going to the beach a long time ago because I hate the beach and the beach isn't a fun place to be. Um, Man, for all, I, that's, I have no clue who you're talking about. Then. No, you know exactly. I mean, but you know who I'm talking about now. But oh, 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 oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was at an event, Gavin. They went to my school. <laughs> I, call, 
I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about now. I just tried muting the microphone as I was coughing, and it didn't work. Okay, wait, I'm going to text you, and I'm going to see if I, uh... Gavin, you know who I saw the other day? Who? Uh, we're all on Instagram. I was I was scrolling through my feed, as you do, uh, and one of your... Yes, Gavin, that is the person. Oh, let's um, go. I knew it. I know the code. <laughs> one of your old um, passion projects came up, and I was like, should Are I... Are you talking about MG Sportswear? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. I mean, we're it's staying with the theme of the current topic we're on. One of, of your clothes? old passion projects. Well, just people. Okay, name the initial, or... <laughs> I'm doing my best to think of a good one. Um, you know, all kings have to step down at some point. Man, people chirp me about that one so much. I get so many chirps, and then... Okay, this is a hilarious story. So at my hilarious, grad... No. At my grad... Yes. Uh, like, all the kings were there. All the and, kings. And uh, so we saw each other, and... Like, I don't know why I was so awkward. Like, it didn't have to be. And it was one of those things where the person saw me and, like, we hadn't seen each other for a while. And they went for a hug. Oh, But I awkward. was kind of intoxicated and I went for a handshake. Oh, no. So it was one of these? <laughs> when you kind and of, like, a, reach over. And then it and... just sort of got really awkward for a few seconds. And then it turned into a into a high five. Ugh. Man, and, that's yeah. the worst. I, I um, Like, looking back on it, it's really funny, but... It's it's hilarious because of the position that that person put you in. Because, like, like they I were... Expecting, I wasn't expecting to hug them, you know? Like, exactly. My mindset was just, like... Because usually I don't really hug people a lot, so I was like, okay, we're going to be, like, we're either going to dap yeah. or we're going to, like... I can't imagine you dapping all of the kings. Why? Well, Sorry, dap, guys, this is, like, a really weird, like, inside joke of an episode so far, and man. I feel like we're going to lose a lot of listeners strictly because of that fact. No, we're not. People who are listening know, like, they'll know. You think so? Yeah, 100% know. I mean, it's up to you, Gavin. I, I believe... But anyways, switching topics, speaking switching of topics. dating and love life. So last night, yeah, I get a Facebook notification from Jaren. Ugh, okay. And it's, Jaren Rick has invited you to join this group called... Meet Jew Meet University. Jew University Dating. And I was like... First, I thought this was some kind of joke. Like it wasn't actually. I thought Jaren like literally started a, a dating group for Jews. No, no, I didn't make it. I just added. I know. I'm gonna it. explain. Okay. So I, I, I joined the group and I'm like, okay, what the hell is this? And I read through the comments and I gotta say, a lot of the uh, quote unquote uh, nice NJBs, nice Jewish boys, don't seem like they're such nice guys in there. Like, yeah. there's a lot of thirst, and I don't know if people are just dehydrated because of the quarantine, but. There is a lot of thirst going down in that group thirst chat happens, on the, the male end of the species. People got to keep themselves hydrated. It was like one of the funniest things I've ever seen in a Facebook group that I like, I was kind of curious. So I put in Toronto just to see because I don't know any like Jewish ladies from Toronto. Yes, sir. And these guys are just like thirsting in the comments so hard. Yeah. And they're putting these like really, really like uncomfortable things that if I was a woman, I would not want people to say about me on social media. Yeah. That's that's the thing about those groups. The only reason I added you in was a bit because I knew you were gonna react. Yeah, because um, I was I was kind of sussed out by the whole thing because I'm. Well, you uh, put me I on blast. Never, Gavin put never, me on blast on. His I was actually really Instagram. scared that Jaren, because people in this group, the way it works is they put their friends on. You thought it. I was gonna put you in. And one of the things just meet this babe. She is blah blah blah. Yeah. Goes here, hit her up. She's single. I was severely Google. contemplating making. And I thought Jared was gonna make you. a post about me, and I would have been so embarrassed. You have to know that it. now that I've heard you comment on how you wouldn't enjoy it, it's going to happen. So yeah. Did you join um, or did you just like? Yeah, I joined because okay. I wanted to see, uh, like, I wanted to see what what it was all about, and then 
And then I realized that there's way too much thirst going on for me in that. Group my chat. fellow Yentes, take a look at my friend, my homie, Gavin Axelrod. It makes me feel really uncomfortable. He comes like in it. at a shocking five, eight and a half. Yeah, the half is really important to me. <laughs> he is athletic sometimes. Likes having a beard, but shaved it off for some reason. No, I lined myself up yesterday. Look at this I did too, line. but I trimmed it too much. Oh, I had a crisp lineup yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Gavin. I think uh, I think that you'd be a top commodity in the Meet Jew University dating. Honestly, I think I'd be a catch too, but I'm I not. Agree. I'm not ready to put myself out there like that. You know. No, that's totally fair. I mean, I think that <laughs> I I personally think you're gonna end up marrying a nice Jewish woman, but. That's yeah, just uh, that's just what your mother and I have discussed. I didn't meet a single shout out a dog. I didn't meet a single Jewish. Oh, actually, did I met one Ooh, Jewish girl? In talk to us, here. Gavin. But tell it, us, it was just a it was just a friend story. of a friend. Tell us that, the story. No, it's like one day, me and my friend were sitting down for dinner, and they were like, "Oh, this is my friend." Shout out to Laura and her boyfriend Max. I think yeah, his name is. They're dogs. And. She was, and then Laura went to school, elementary or high school in Toronto with Maya and two people that I know that went there. So it was like this full circle moment. But because some of the people who I know, they joined uh, a pie or whatever the girl version is, and then a lot of people go to Hillel. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that on my own. But if I had like a group of Jewish friends in Toronto, I'll be like, yeah, let's go to Hillel. How did this make up. you feel, Gavin? Okay, can I say something about ukuleles quickly? Yeah. I feel like everyone who plays a ukulele only knows the same one chord. Like all, all I just played songs. you. Yeah, I know, but you played me. You've got a friend in me, which is dope. I know. That's but why I did it, because I know you, you love Toy that, Story. But it's all It's the same chord. But with a different song. Like people only know yeah. the the one international chord for ukulele, See? and then they can go off with multiple songs. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. See, I mean, like I've, that's the thing, man. Is like when you learn ukulele, nine times, especially like nowadays, nine times out of ten, the first song you you play because the only song you've really heard ukulele in in the last like ten years was "Riptide" by Vance. Yeah, Joy. I was gonna say. Riptide. So so everyone knows that song, and they immediately go like, "I know ukulele." Like like let's say that I was in Israel. Yeah. Um. Anytime that I would tell someone I play ukulele, they'd be like, "So do I." And not, I'm not putting anyone on the program uh, or on Kivu Neem on blast here because I know. Yeah, that you're getting put on blast. There, Kivu there are these. a few people that are actually quite good at ukulele. Um. But oh, my window's open and the airplanes in the night sky are like shooting stars right now, Gavin. Could you really use a wish right now? I could really use a wish right now. I'm not gonna. Lie I think you. we could all use a wish right now. Um, Gavin. Uh. Yeah. So a lot of people do. Uh, say that they know how to play ukulele, which is kind of offensive. I'm not going to lie. Like, as someone who's put... I mean, I started in 2014. It's kind of offensive. That's six years ago. I started six years ago. Don't tell me you know how to play ukulele if you can play one song. Yo, do you remember? I can't remember. Did you bring your ukulele on AC? No, I wanted to, but you guys okay, told me so I was gonna, you were going to throw it in the fire. It was the Avi Root Overnight. I remember we, this so clearly. We were all scheming the day before. <laughs> to throw mine in the fire. In the water. And then... I remember we threw it from the canoe, and you were, you were freaking out, and it's probably such a dick thing of us to do at the time. But It was the last day. It was the last day, because yeah. I missed the Abirud overnight, because I broke my We were my paddling wrist. back in, and we were throwing your ukulele 
from canoe to canoe. It was in a garbage bag, so it wasn't like yeah. mad. But like, if it had, if you had lost it, I would have been so upset. Matt, I honestly think that the ukulele would have been a bit much on AC. Oh, a hundred percent. LTP, it's one thing. Two weeks is one thing. A month long. A month. Did you bring your ukulele on LTP? No, I brought it to. No, I didn't even bring one to camp. Damn. That year. This summer, oh, wait, you were sharing. You were sharing yours with uh, Jacob Eisenstadt. Shout out, Jacob Eisenstadt, and uh, shout Jacob. out uh, uh, more latkes. Facts. Shout out more latkes. Even though more latkes end up, you know, they make your stomach hurt because someone else is gonna say, "Hey, you've had too many latkes." When it wasn't your turn to eat them, you know. I think instead of latkes at Hanukkah, they should just buy a bunch of McDonald's hash browns and serve them instead. Honestly. I think that's a great idea, Gavin. It's literally the same thing if you think about it. Potatoes, really greasy. And instead of putting them in a circular format, they're in hash brown format. You know what? The hash browns that you put on your story when you were still at Ryerson. They were so good. They looked delicious. Were they the triangle ones? Yo, listen. The only part, uh, the Pittman Hall Cafe, like the meal plan I was on was pretty average food. Yeah. But the breakfast delivered every single day because there was either tater tots. Ugh cube potatoes oh. or the mcdonald's style hash browns as i'm gonna refer to them as yeah. and i every day i wake up i'm like oh my god i would kill for because on th- every thursday they had scrambled eggs shredded potatoes fried chicken and waffles yeah so i'd get a killer workout in and i would just stuff my face full of fried well, here's, chicken here's the question actually this is this is bringing up an idea in my head when this is all over what is your first meal out gonna be because I know what mine is. There's not even a question for is me. Is it Mitzi's? Yours? It's Mitzi's. I'm going to Mitzi's. I'm sitting down I think and having 25. We you can't. Socially... It's still closed. Oh, really? If it's Here, let me check right now. If it is open, Gavin, I will go tonight, pick them up, and come to your house and sit seven feet apart from you. I'm so okay with that. I don't really have a... Like I said, uh, I don't know. You don't have uh, a meal that like you've been waiting to have? Well, I made a top 10 list of foods that I'm missing, but I ate them all already, I think. Okay. I'll tell you, uh, I wrote top 10 food cravings. Ramen. I miss my ramen spots. Which, like in Winnipeg? No, in Toronto. And then I wrote, need you zero back in my life when it opens up. Mm. And sorry to all you Choichi fans who go to Choichi Ramen, but that place slacks on ramen. Interesting. Uh, Then I wrote Oscars. I need my roast beef on rye, mild mustard sandwich stat. Then... I wrote Thai food. Need some of that succulent Thai food from Suko Thai. I had that a couple weeks ago. TH Dang, probably the best Vietnamese soup or best soup in Winnipeg, in my opinion. Then I wrote Greek food. Need a fat euro, extra tzatziki. I don't even care about the ramifications that it would have on my stomach. And I had Greek food, but not a euro. So I wrote Gotham, kind of. Yeah. Then I wrote Junior Chicken. Haven't had one of those bad boys in months. <sighs> that had- we could arrange, Gavin. I had a junior chicken on the other day. My brother bought me one. Oh, of course. Then Shout I wrote Stevie. Buddy Burgers just to re- to feel something and relive good times. Because me and my friends in Toronto, we had an A&W like, right down the street. So we would go downstairs. Or we would go like down the street to A&W for Buddy Burgers on, every Saturday. Of course. Then I wrote VJ's. Because mm, mm. VJ's is open Oh, now. that's what we got to do. You want to go to VJ's? Yeah, we can go eventually. I'm so down. Like tomorrow or the next day or something. And then I wrote Dairy Whip. I went to Dairy Whip already. I haven't been to Dairy Whip yet. Uh, Vera Pizza, best pizza in Winnipeg. I, I would disagree. Winnipeg. You want to know the best pizza is? Timmy Tom's yeah. on uh, on Keniston and Sterling Line. Shout out Timmy Tom's. Never heard of it it's, before. It's in Trans Canada Brewing. It is so fantastic. I'll have to try it. 
Uh, I'm really trying to find the hours of Mitzi's, but instead oh. I fell down a rabbit hole of oh, the TripAdvisor oh, oh, reviews. Oh. Continue, yeah. I wrote, also a kill for a burger from the Grove these days. One of my favorite non-fast food burgers, faux show. Sure. I, I don't think I've actually ever eaten at the Grove. Man, the Grove is so, they're closed right now, and the Grove is literally one of my favorite restaurants in Winnipeg. Interesting. Great atmosphere, even better food. Can't go wrong with the burger from the Grove. And then there was this, also this other list of my top 10 favorite movies ever, or my top five. And they are, in no particular order, The Godfather, Stand By Me, Shawshank, Whiplash, and Empire Strikes Back. Huh. And there, yeah, that's my, I just make random lists in my phone when I'm bored all the time. Top tens. Okay, time. so so two things. Number one, Mitzi's is officially my favorite place on earth because number one, they used to have a Facebook page, and I just thought that they stopped using it, but instead they made a second Facebook page called Mitzi's Chicken Finger Restaurant 2.0 because oh. they couldn't get onto the other one. Let's go. And they posted to our dearest customers in light of COVID nineteen, we have temporarily decided to close our doors until further notice, effective until, uh oh no, effective Tuesday March seventeenth, twenty twenty. Uh, and they haven't posted about. They have not. I low key think that's such a big. I feel like they would do killer on takeout. Like I'm gonna. Yeah, I think we gotta we gotta push them. But I ended up on TripAdvisor as well. And the top review, the the most like the the most recent review is very disappointing service. And I really want to pick apart this review because I think that it really disses the best you know, restaurant miss of all for the time. Service. We went on a dinner. We went for dinner on a Saturday night. It was super quiet in the restaurant, which it always is because no one eats in the restaurant, dummy. Uh, so we didn't have to wait long for service or food. Of course not, because they have great service. Unfortunately, when the food came, we were asked about the sweet and sour sauce for the amazing chicken fingers, and our server advised us there was an upcharge. All right, you don't get the sweet and sour sauce with the chicken fingers. You get the honey dill. Now I'm mad because I don't like this person at all. We should interview Shirley one day. Shirley from... From Mitzi's. From I'm pretty Mitzi's. sure that's her name. I'm down. I mean, I think I swear that, that's her name. If I that's think not we her could, name, I'm so sorry. You know what we're going to do one day, Gavin? We are going to go to Mitzi's yeah. and record a podcast sitting at the table. Okay, I'm going to be honest about Mitzi's. I don't think I've ever been there when the other half of the restaurant's actually open. It's never open. You have to book it. Uh, I swear. Special. It's never open. It's just for show. You have to or when it. the Jets are playing. I'm pretty sure you have to book it special. It's, it's just so funny. Every time I go there, the other side of the restaurant is never open. I'm I'm messaging them right now. When the last are time the you... last time I went there, you made me get way too much food because you you were like, yeah, I get the five piece with fried rice, and I was like, oh, usually I usually get the three pieces fried rice. You're like, no, nah, man, you're gonna want the five. I was five. so full after I thought I was gonna like throw. I'm up telling you, place. Gavin, Gavin, I could have fifteen chicken fingers. Yeah, because you're an sitting. experienced chicken finger I, eating but, machine. But that's the thing. I, honestly, let's talk about eating more right now. I've been okay. having a weird situation the last few days where I'm not hungry. Really? Yeah, I think it's. I think I'm just anxious about the world. But oh, uh, I'm always anxious. But yeah, same, dude. Honestly, that's why you're my best friend. Huh. What a sweet, what a sweet man. Well, I've been uh, eating like really bad. I have a bad eating schedule. What is what's your schedule like right now? Because I've been waking up at like two or three every day. And then I eat breakfast, I work out, and then at 4 o'clock I eat lunch, then it's like two hours later I eat dinner. Yeah. And then I'm trying to cut back on the midnight snacks, because I can tell they're starting to add up, but my metabolism just doesn't work like it used to a few years ago. You know, that's what I'm thinking, Gavin. I think that we're not as young as we used to be. Yeah. On. But also, I'm bulking up a bit, which is nice, but sometimes I just, 
I'm like, oh my god, I actually need to stop eating even though I'm like a twig already. Yeah. Yeah, you never, you never really, you know, built. Like, you never got, like, big. Yeah, like, a you, lot of you people... You were always toned. A lot of people get, like, they put on weight through the years, but yeah. I... You've been the same. I was 115 all throughout high school. Okay, you were really small. Now you're just normal. I was 115 all throughout high school, and now I'm 128. I'm yeah. hovering around the 128 range. I'm trying to get to 135 by September. I think that's attainable. Yeah. No, I completely think that's attainable. I, uh, uh, my, my big brag is that over Kivanim, I went from 180, and I'm now sitting at 146. Look at you go. Look at me go, Gavin. Yeah, because, yeah, I just could never like, put, put on, on weight. weight. It's kind of weird. Would you, uh, like, obviously you want to be putting on muscle rather than Yeah, I don't want to put like, I'm kind of working counterproductive. Like, some days, like, I've been putting on, like, a good amount of muscle. Like, I'm mm-hmm. bigger than I was a year ago. Yeah. But I'm, like, doing all my, like, cardio and ab workouts still, so I'm still staying slim, which is nice, because I don't want to get, like... You don't want to get big, but you want to get bigger. Yeah, I want to get sense. bigger. I don't want to get... I don't want to have to get to a point where I'm, like, not feeling good in my own skin. Then I'm, like, yeah. and I get, like, kind of chubby. And I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, I have to, like, cut this all off and stop working out now. Yeah, that's why That's why I was always worried. I mean, I was I was sitting at the chubby place for a long time, you know. And uh, and today, I mean, t- it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, as you know. It's, it's like, 24. Shout out, Mr. Rogers. 25 degrees today. Uh, yeah. So I was sitting outside. And I went and was, like, hey, I'm going to throw on a bathing suit. Throw on a bathing suit, Gavin. It's one that mm-hmm. never fit me, now fits. It feels great, you know? That's good stuff. That's a great feeling, Gavin. But yeah, I sure. still would rather have Mitzi's than be healthy. And that's what it comes okay. down to. I miss Mitzi's. Some people I know like, hate on it because they had like a bad experience there once, but I feel like if they went again, they would enjoy it. <clears throat> I just don't know what kind of bad experience you can have. Like, You can't um, go in expecting the service you would get at like a five-star restaurant. They went and they were they were like, oh man, I went to Mitzi's and the food was so bad. Was no, like, no, 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 no. You go for the atmosphere. You go for the chicken fingers and the fried Obviously, rice. if you go there and you get the fries, first of all, it's a mistake. Bad call. Fries are, Stupid the fries call. are trash. Stupid I bet call. you if you ask them, they would even admit that the fries are trash. It's like just McCain's crinkle cut. Like they yeah. don't like. I bet you. Yeah, because they're not there to make fries. Okay, like which reminds me. Rice. Which reminds me. This Shut week up. we are sponsored by McCain's crinkle cut French fries. Go I wish. Eat them up. I wish you could get a sponsor. I really think that this week I'm gonna put a lot of work in to get us a sponsor. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> ask Current to sponsor us. I see them on t- so many. Yo, you know who one of my favorite YouTubers is right now? Who? Eric. Do you know is who that, that is? Oh, no. Okay, so Eric, his actual name is Eric. He breaks into these play. Well, he doesn't break in. He sneaks into, like, really, like, famous events. So he okay. snuck into the Logan Paul fight. He snuck oh, into the Jake Paul fight. He snuck into Dan Bilzerian's party. Really? And now he's doing... He just wrapped up this series where he... He bought Logan Paul's, like, co- really expensive couches for $17,000. Yeah. And then he was, like, shopping them to other YouTubers and, like, doing stuff That's with crazy. It. And one, I think that this guy's, like, the craziest YouTuber on the planet because he only has, like, 300,000 subscribers. Yeah. And he's doing these, like, huge budget videos that are yeah. get, not even getting, like, his video where he sold Jake Paul the couches, got him, and because he boxed Jake Paul, too, got 1.7 million viewers last night when I checked. But his other videos, like, they don't, they do, like, they pretty do well, well. But for someone who's doing this kind, these kind of projects, I'm a little bit concerned about him. But his videos are, I, I like a guy who's not afraid to, like, go go big and not worry about the consequences of going big in that's, the videos. Honestly, I realized that's the secret to YouTube. 
Yeah. Having a lot of money and going really big. And like it if you do that and you do it right. Like David Dobrik, obviously he didn't start off, you know, by, by like getting Dobrik. people cars. Well well, we'll discuss that. That's an interesting take. Um he didn't start off by buying all of his friends' cars. He started off just being a funny guy. But like yeah. as he's kind of morphed, now you just kind of expect to hear this video is sponsored by SeatGeek or this video is sponsored by whoever uh and and we're getting like this is my friend blah 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 and they've been with me through blah 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 and we're gonna get them a car you know and you look at mr beast and it's the same thing and like even casey neistat who came out of the woodwork the other day um yo i saw casey's new setup when he was giving away the money and i was fifty thousand dollars i was so surprised like oh my god this guy's evolving yeah i miss him i miss him a lot gavin and uh, and we talked about that last week didn't we yeah yeah Um, can i talk about david yeah please talk to me Okay, the thing I don't, I don't know why, I've just never been a fan of David Dobrik's vlogs. Uh, like, and why is that? Some people tell me that he, they're like, oh, he's such a good YouTuber, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, he's really entertaining and he's funny, but I, don't, I wouldn't consider him a good YouTuber. Like, if you look at his videos, there's no, the editing quality is pretty basic. Yeah, no, because it's not like... There's nothing cool about the videos, and there's nothing like that, would, in my opinion, that would make him such a... And, I, and I'm like a smart viewer, like, I know that... Him and his friends in the vlog squad, they probably sit down and they probably t- like script out these ideas. And some people are like, "Oh my god, these people have such exciting lives!" But they don't actually do that on a regular day. They like get up and they plan all these they things. They plan out. everything. They, everything's scripted and planned. It, it, that's I, I think thing. he's pretty talented and pretty famous. But I, I don't know something about his videos. I just don't don't I don't enjoy his content. It used much. to be. It used to be, and he's talked about this before that he, they would just like wake up and hang out, and and he would yeah. wait and to see what what would go on. But now, I mean, now it's just more of like, what can we shoot today to to get people excited? You know, like, what well, how many cars can we give? How many mon- how much money can we give yeah. to people? And that's not to say that it's a bad thing. Like, we, he he made this video. For the first time in a couple months, the uh, a couple weeks ago, where yeah, he, but he was gave giving away money. money. Yeah, I giving away money, up giving out like uh, iPads to people. Like, it was it was nice for the community, right? Like, these mm-hmm. are people that obviously need some help. But but uh, I don't know. I think that it's funny. I think his videos are lighthearted enough. I I don't like. I like Jeff though. I watch Jeff's barbershop. You like Jeff Wittick a lot. Yeah, I don't know why. I just like, I found Jeff's videos, and I I think I like that his style is sort of. It's kind of like mine where he, like, does all these... He does, like, dark humor yeah. on people. And it's sort of passive-aggressive in his videos. And people are like, oh, my God, Jeff is such a D-I-C-K. But it's just scripted that yeah. way. And he comes off, like, kind of... Kind of I, like I think it's an interesting... Because it reminds me of LeBron James. He has, like, the shop where he gets a haircut and talks about things in the barber yeah. shop. And it kind of reminds me, like, like Jeff is doing the hair. And he brings... Uh, like he brings a lot of the vlog squad people on, but it would be cool if he eventually could branch out and actually bring on people that aren't like some bigger in his circle. Well, he brought on Jake Paul, didn't he? No, he, he brought, brought on, on Cody Ko. Yeah, yeah. This is we're we're entering a weird territory here, Gavin. Because Logan and Jake had <laughs> Logan and Jeff had beef for a while because uh, at, remember you know Lester and Logan Paul threw that huge party that Riley Reed is in the thumbnail of on his channel. Who's Riley Reed, Gavin? She's a adult film star. Mm. Um. Anyways. <laughs> So you know the that video? Yeah. Apparently, the they invited Jeff and I think maybe David is there too, and they were in the they were in the impulsive like podcast studio like making jokes about the suicide forest. Oh jeez. So uh, Jeff was kind of on thin ice then there and then he was, Jeff got in even more trouble because he he literally admitted that he just brought Jake Paul onto the Cody Co, because part of Jeff's haircut shtick is that he like 
has this closet and people come out of it. Yeah. They just walk out and like so do these like surprises. Like sometimes he like lets a hundred bees or whatever like yeah, fly yeah, yeah. out of there. That's so crazy. Jake Paul came out to beef Codico and then Jeff literally admitted. I don't know if he was joking or not, but he literally admitted that he just did the whole thing for clout because he's like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, at that point, like you're just you're feeding into YouTube beef, yeah. you know. And and I, I mean, and then I'm, Jake had this I'm really stupid it. speech that's been like getting clowned on. How he said Codico cyber bullies people, which isn't even true. Like, like I don't like Codico, but I I respect him, and he actually they're actually pretty funny. But he doesn't cyber bully people. No, Jake Paul's a little bit not. delusional, you know. I that's think how, that that's... everyone who's a, who's that big on the internet is a little bit delusional. Even like even though if I had to pick go on a deserted island and watch like either of the brothers' videos, either Paul, I would definitely pick Logan over Jake. Any I don't day. think I think I'd rather just have nothing at that point. No, but if you had to pick, like in this scenario of being on if a deserted we're, island, if we're going way back in the day, it'd be Logan because I used to watch his videos yeah. all the time. And then, uh, and then the suicide thing happened, and or the suicide for I shouldn't just yeah. say suicide thing, suicide forest thing happened, and uh, and I lost a lot of respect for the man. But um, I don't know, man. I think I think we should transition topics right now. Um, uh, wait, I just wish you would have beat KSI because then they could have had a, a part three. Yeah. Oh my god, because that fight, from a business standpoint, it was huge. And sports, it drew so much money and got so much eyes, so mm. many eyes on the sport of boxing that. They should have just scripted the second fight and did a worked fight where Logan Paul won. And then for the third fight, they could have it at Wembley. No, definitely not Wembley Stadium. Wembley. But they could have it in they could have it in London. They could yeah. have it in the UK. And it would get crazy buys yeah. because people want to see like, oh, they're tied 1-1. One, one. So from a, from a money perspective, it definitely would have made sense to do another one. Yeah. But, but obviously he wasn't going to I think the YouTube fight. boxing thing is getting old really fast. Yeah, I think a lot of people are just trying to start beef for the sake of starting beef, you know? And especially because, like, the Pauls, they, like, train. But, like, Gib never stood. I don't think Gib ever stood a chance in that fight. I agree. I agree. Anyways. I agree. I agree. Um, Gavin, what have you what what have you been doing differently like as quarantine becomes more of a normalcy in life like what is what has kind of changed like have you just like been doing the same exact thing every day or I do, I do the same thing every day really it's kind of scary but yeah I do the same thing every day how do you feel I about wake that? up I eat I work out yeah I, I go uh, go to my room and read or watch a movie yeah it's kind of I feel like eventually when things like some of my friends are sort of going to patios and stuff, but I'm not ready for that. Like I don't. I'm not ready for it. I'm way too like, I'm way too anxious to go sit at a patio. Yeah. And think about like I it wouldn't be an enjoyable experience for me because I would be thinking about who might have sat there before me. Did the restaurant people actually clean? Man, it doesn't even. It's not even that for me. It's the fact that like I get if I'm on a patio and a bee flies by, I'm anxious. Oh. I'm just worried no, no, about no, no, going like, and getting sick. No, no, no. no. I, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, I'm anxious yes. if a bee flies by, let alone, like, the possibility of getting COVID, right? Like, I know that, like, this is this is another day in a row. I mean, this is great news. Winnipeg has had another day in a row with no new cases reported, which yeah. is fantastic. Um, but that's only coming from the fact that we have not been going out and, like, we have not been when, been yeah. gathering. And then my brother, we're the zoo. And, my brother's been golfing a lot. I want to go golf. I, I don't really golf at all, golf. so I just play basketball sometimes. You know what I have been doing? What? I've been playing basketball. Okay, so I saw this thing on Basketball Manitoba where you play first to seven against an like a fake NBA player. Okay. And then you 
every make is a point, and every miss is two points against, and you played a seven. So like. So you're just shooting though. I beat LeBron James seven nothing, no big deal. Oh jeez, Kevin. I beat Kyle Lowry seven three. Well, I mean that one was easier. That one I played on the wrong on the wrong rules. I didn't realize that it was two points. Yeah, Gavin, I think but you could have beaten LeBron James. It's fun just because, like, my basketball career ended so bad, and I didn't want to play basketball ever again. But mm-hmm. now that have we spoken about that on the show yet? Okay, here's a story about my basketball yeah. career for everyone. So, we went to the finals. Oh my god, I'm getting shivers talking about this. Shivers. So we go to the finals for high school basketball. Shout it's out. at our school, senior year. The whole gym is packed. Me? I played the last 18 seconds of a 10-point loss in the finals. Did not play a single, like, second of meaningful like meaningful basketball that day. And, and literally, as I'm sitting there on the bench, I remember it very vividly. It was yeah. third quarter by the end. The coach looks down the bench, looks right at me. We make eye contact, picks the guy sitting beside me. And my friends will attest to this. I, was, I n- would never do this ever but i just couldn't handle it anymore i hit the i turned around and punched the mat behind me so hard because and then i said right there this is the day that my basketball career dies i will never play basketball again after this like i was this so is this so is, mad this I was, was so your haunted. pippin moment because i had played basketball my entire life and i wasn't always the shortest i mean i wasn't always the tallest <laughs> i wasn't always the biggest or the strongest or the best player on the court but i always like, gave it a lot of heart. You were a consistent and, basketball player. And I played really hard. And, I, like, going back on it now, if I was a little bit more mature that day, I would have said to the coach, like, listen, I'm a senior. Like, you know that I'm a high-energy guy. We're down. We are not. We have not been up as by a point since the beginning of the game. Let me, like, give, let me go in give there, me my wreck MJ some moment. havoc. Let me give, not even an MJ moment, just to, like, give the guy some energy. But I just remember after that happened it was just like one of the worst days of my life because one i was so like embarrassed that yeah that everyone in the school was watching and i barely played and then at the end i feel so i was such a jerk to my gym teacher she was handing off the medals and like i don't i don't like everyone at the provincial championship when they got their silver medals they took them off because they didn't want to put them on right so i get my medal i took it off and the gym teacher said great job out there gavin you played great and i said i literally didn't even play yeah and then and she was, so I was like, not. I was traumatized. And my like the assistant coach, I really liked him a lot. He was awesome. He said to me, like, just put the medal on. Don't be disrespectful. My mom thought that I was gonna throw my medal into the crowd like the world junior guy did that one time, but I would never <laughs> no. I would never do that. And then in the in the locker room after the coach was saying how like if uh if I never if if I never came to him at the end of when I played in grade ten and said, I want the program to be better, like I wanna win yeah. He would have never taken it seriously. And, like, he was saying all these nice things about me. And I was just, like, so mad and didn't want to hear it because he didn't play me in the last my last ever high school game. Yeah. And, yeah, so, like, it was just, like, a huge crash and burn for my basketball 100%. career. 100%. And I, I literally told my mom, my mom's, like, the next day, I was so mad. I told my mom, like, mom, I'm literally never touching a basketball game. Like, I hate the sport of basketball. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch it. And, like, the Raptors won the championship, and I was so happy. But it, it took... The one, the day I touched a basketball again was the day after Kobe died. I was like, I just woke up and I was like, I need to go like put some shots up. Yeah. But other than that, I, like people would always say, you want to go play basketball? I was like, nah, I'm not playing. Like That's I don't so play basketball anymore. I mean, if I had texted you, Gavin, and I had said, hey. I would have said what, no. Like, What about until, that one-on-one game we've been trying to play for nine I would have said no. Like I just lost. I think it, I think it was just because I was so upset and like 
let it become a part of me that I got benched in my last, like, now I look at it, like, one day I'll be a famous writer or something, I'll be like, yeah, I'm working at TSN now, and yeah. I was a, I got benched in my last ever high, but, like, yeah. in the, in, like, the months after that, when people talked about our season, even though I had, like, I played in a lot of games during the season and, like, made a decent impact, yeah, yeah. I just thought about that last game, and I was like, I'll, I'll never, like, talk about that, that year, because, like, people are gonna be like, oh, remember when you didn't play in the finals, like, no one actually remembered it, but to me, I thought that people were gonna hold it against me and, like, make fun of me for that for a really yeah. long time, but... It was honestly the opposite. Like, a lot of my friends, even people who, like, didn't come to the games all the time, they came up to me after the game and they are like, yo, that really sucked that you didn't get to play. And then one day, in uh, my English class, yeah. the, day, the weekend after the finals, I, I sat down and someone said, hey, I'm really sorry about how the game went. And I was like, ah, it doesn't matter to me. I just watched it like you guys did. Yeah, exactly. And my English teacher, like, could tell I was upset about it. And he came, it was actually so nice. He just came over and said... Like, it's not the end of the world. That's where, like, he just said it was in the end of the world, whatever. And then, so I thought my basketball career was over. I vowed to never touch a ball, right? And yeah. we had a game a week later against Andrew Harris from the Bombers and his wow. friends. And I did not want to play at all. Like, I was trying so hard to find an excuse to not play. But then I got to the day of the game, and I was like, okay, I'm going to play. Yeah. Like, maybe I'll get to end my basketball career on a high note. And this was, like, the best gift ever from the basketball gods that I got in my career. Yeah. It was... So Andrew Harris, the Grey Cup MVP this year, starts the game, and I like to roll my shorts up because I like the high shorts. He says, he starts tripping my shorts, right? Yeah. And I'm like intimidated as hell. I'm like, oh my god, Andrew Harris is tripping me. Like this is, this is crazy. For those non Canadians, like, chirp means like to dig someone, like to yeah. to rip so, and like, them. Andrew Harris is like one of the best football players in Canada. Yeah. But he has a connection to our gym. Like our gym teacher trains him sometimes, mm-hmm. and he used to go to our my high school. He graduated from Oak Park, but he went to my high school for I a bit. I did not so know that actually. Interesting. Him and his friends. It was him, Anthony Coombs, a couple like a couple other CFL guys, and then the rest of them they just played pickup together. Yeah. But the rules were for us that we weren't allowed to like, we had to just go kind of easy because we didn't want to injure them, right? Like we get in more trouble if we injure them. So, I like take the game like nonchalantly. I'm like, okay, Andrew Harris is tripping me. Like, I'm just gonna do whatever I can to not embarrass myself and not draw attention to myself. So instead, what happened was. I got the ball in the corner on the sec- the first play of the game. I pump fake. Andrew Harris goes flying <laughs> by me. And everyone in the gym is like cheering and going yeah. crazy. And I'm like, yo, I got I to gotta put did this you, in the net. Did you say the line, how about them shorts now, Harris? No, I didn't. I didn't talk to him you at all. You should have chirped him back. I didn't talk to him at all. That was and a missed then, opportunity. So and then I blew by. I blew down the lane. I made a floater layup. Yeah. And I was like, okay. They can take me to the game now. That's, this yeah, is the way they want to hit my the basketball. End of your basketball career. But then, did you guys win? Like, people, no, we got killed. Uh, yeah. People in the people in the <laughs> gym were like going crazy, and they were like, "Yo, Gavin, shoot the ball!" And Andrew Harris, he's pissed yeah, off yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he tries to, he tries to lock me up. And I was like, I was like, okay, I'm not touching the ball for the rest of the game. There's no, yeah, you don't want to end. No shot. You don't want to kill no your shot. streak. Like, I'm not. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna have a one for one field goal percentage. I'll just. Like, literally after that, I made that shot, and they made subs. I took my jersey off. I untucked my jersey, and I was like, okay, I'm done. Like, I'm not going to go back in. But then the coach kept cycling us through, and Andrew Harris comes up again, and I get the ball. And he backs off, and he says, shoot it. And I'm like, yo, you told me to shoot from the mid-range. That's my spot, man. I'm going to shoot. And I shot it, and I made it. Really? And he, oh, he was just being cocky. He was saying, He, like, put his hand out right after, and I made the shot over him. And, really? I, and I was like, I was like, oh my god, this is exactly what I didn't want to happen because now, people are like, oh my god, like people, like there are people in the crowd every time they're like, 
pass it down and pass it down. Oh, and people, no. and I'm like, yo, I don't want this. I don't want this attention right now. You don't now, want the pressure. Defense, I'm just like, after that, I was trying to just like get other guys' baskets and stuff and get them their moment because I didn't want the attention on me anymore. Yeah, yeah. So the coach takes us out and I'm like, okay, th- there's no way I'm going back in because like there's like five minutes left. These guys will just play. I take my jersey off and I'm lying on the ground and then the coach cycled us back in so I had to get put all my stuff on and this is how it ended. Someone someone told me to shoot a three-pointer and like I barely ever shoot threes so I pulled up from way deep and I just yeah. bricked it so hard. Did you make it? No, I bricked it. Uh... But honestly, I was okay with that because I, I had my two really good moments yeah. where, I, where I owned Andrew Harris for a bit there and then and then I was like, okay, that was a great... That was a great way to end my basketball career. This time, for real, I'm never touching the ball yeah, again. Yeah, that's crazy. That what that what a way to go out. Really, it was actually what such a, a way to and there was there was no video of it, and I was kind of mad because I wish someone had a video because every time I tell someone about that, they're like, "There's no way There's you did no that. Way. Like you made Andrew Harris." I'm like, I swear on my mom on the tour, I made Andrew Harris bite on my pump fake. I, I swear. I say twice. next episode we get one of your friends who was at the game on here, and uh, and they. Uh, Lee who we could get testify. Lee who on Lee who saw it. Lee who Lee who because Lee who made me a sign, and it was like. Number four on the court, number one on my, or like, let's go, Gavin. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. all, the three, like me, him, Sal, and Mark, I think, took a picture after, and I autographed their poster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you are the man at that point, right? It was, so. yeah. That was like a great moment for me because I was like, when the game started, I was like, I didn't really care. And I was just like goofing around in the warm ups, and I was like, not taking it seriously at all. And I was like, ah, who gives a crap? Like, I'll just go here and half ass. I'll play like defense, but I won't shoot the ball. I'll just yeah, pass yeah. out of everything. But then when the moment came, Something just took over, and I had to. I had to. You had, had to do run Andrew it. Harris like that. You had to run it. But if Andrew Harris ever hears this, you're a great football player. I love what you did for the Bombers. Yeah. Great. I never want to play one v one because he'll hey. clown me. You're like the fastest person. Like he is also crazy good on skates. Too. Yeah. He's play hockey. But I mean, hey, I, I don't want to steal the uh, the catchphrase from the Soul Collector show, uh, uh, full size run. But come on the show, Andrew Harris, come on the show. We'd that'd be that. yeah, that'd be funny. He, like I just remember when he tripped my shorts, I was so scared. I was like, man, this guy's gonna this guy's clown gonna on me. Us. Like he's gonna break my ankles or something. Yeah, and then who knows? And then you break his ankles. Oh, I didn't break his ankles, but yeah, I I, I did make him bite on my pump fake yeah, and I scored yeah, over. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we got killed in the game because yeah, because he's a professional like athlete and you're high school players. No, but they like we were told to go easy, but this year when they because the game's been happening for three years, so this year when they played. The Grand Park team only lost by two. Crazy. So it must have been, like, more intense. Yeah. They must have actually won. Because the first year, uh, the first year we did it, it was in grade 11, and it was CFL players versus the Winnipeg police because they did, like, a tour. Interesting. And so I was in grade, oh, it was four years, actually. I was in grade 10 the first year it happened, and he asked, he said, we want to call up some of the JV guys have been practicing with us. Like, do you want to play? And I was like, sure. So there's this guy named Jordan Reeves, who's a brother of Ryan Reeves, who plays for the Golden Knights that played. And Jordan is like a freak athlete. He's probably close. He's like six foot six, I would say, or six foot seven. And he is just the most explosive athlete I've ever seen in person. Like he's dunking on everyone. Yeah. So I'm watching him in the warm up dunk on everybody, and I was scared. I was petrified to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, so like I'm so small out there, and I see Jordan Reeves block the absolute garbage out of this guy huh. on our team. He th- rejects it in the stands. So my time finally comes in, and I. Grade 10, me, I'm, like, terrified. I don't want to be there anymore. Yeah, yeah. And the first play of the game, I get the ball, and I travel. And I, and Ugh. then after, I was just standing in the corner. I didn't want the ball. Told them. I told my friend. I was like, you guys take it. I'll just 
You'll just whatever. You'll, yeah, yeah. Because I was not, I was not into that. I and the police that. guys were huge. Yeah, man, that's crazy. What a, what a way to. I mean, what a, what a career you had in high school. And it was an up and down guys. career. Like I definitely. peaked. I peaked in definitely grade grade eight. Grade eight was the best year of basketball. I that ever was had the year life. after you left me. Grade seven was the yeah. year. Yeah. Wow. Like grade seven was pretty good, but we lost every single game. Grade eight, we lost a lot of games because. Our team was in as because we played in the tier one schools for a while. So our team we won two regular season games, but we would kill it in tournaments. And yeah. like one tournament, I scored forty two points in a game, Crazy. only on twos. Crazy, have, which is awesome. But then like, yeah, great because I think after grade eight, like everyone started to grow, and I never like, I always took the basketball part seriously, but I never took like the working out seriously or like the, the getting yeah, bigger yeah, part. Yeah, you got it. It's it's all part and parcel being an athlete. Yeah, but and also because like I, I would camp, know. I would always say like. Instead of going to camp, I'm going to work out all summer, but I would never actually follow through on no, that you plan. you went to camp. I mean, technically, I think, like, AC was a workout. I don't think it would have been that worth it anyways to not go to camp to, like, work out. And no, you're not. Like, if you were planning on going to the league, then yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was fine. It, like, cause my, And then in grade 9 and 10, like, I was, like, pretty, like, average. Grade 9 was, like, the worst year of high school basketball I had because everyone was so big and I couldn't do the same things yeah. that I want to anymore, so I had to adjust. But yeah, yeah. Great, yeah, grade eleven and twelve. I like grade eleven. I was just scared all the time because I was like playing point guard for the first time in my career, and it was, yeah, it was just terrifying. Mm-hmm. But then grade twelve, I like knew my role pretty well, and I was like, I was okay, like not starting and just playing like quality minutes, and like, I was probably I was probably one of the better defenders on our team. But that's it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, I think that's a I think that's a good place to uh, to start wrapping this thing up, Gavin. This has been yeah. a. Uh, this has been a nice and flowy episode of the Talking About Anything or Anytime, Anyplace podcast. My name is... Yes, sir. Uh, whether you guys enjoyed us talking about um, Mitzi's Chicken Fingers, Gavin's uh, insane NBA career, <laughs> uh, or even... Uh, 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 losing weight. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it was, uh, we truly hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to head on over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, I believe you can also like things on, or sorry, SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure to rate and review the show. Uh, as Gavin always says, we've thanks for no, nope, we've never received a bad review. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, really. I have no idea that I always say something. <laughs> you but. say it every time. Uh, oh, we've never had a bad review. <laughs> we've never had a bad review, uh, which is uh, great because I think we've had one or two. Um, and yeah, whether whether whatever you guys enjoyed listening to in this episode, we truly hope that you did have a good time with us this week. My name is Jaron Rikus. My name is Gavin Axelrod. And we will see you guys next time. Adios. <laughs>